This podcast was sponsored by We Are Golden Hour, your one-stop shop for plus-size fashion that'll always brighten up your day and brighten up your wardrobe. We at Fat and Eyes pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of the Fatinized Podcast. I am your host, Demi Lynch, and we're here today to talk about more issues and topics related to the world of fat liberation. And I'm very excited to introduce to you all my two guests. They have really cemented themselves in the plus size scene, especially this past year, with their... oh. They're amazing, amazing business, A-plus market. We have Chloe Pappas and Samantha Van Zeden coming on. Hello, lovelies. How are yous? We're good. How are you doing? Doing good. <laughs> Excited to be here. Thank you for having us. I think we need to kick off this recording by firstly, I want to ask, are yous going okay? <laughs> There's been a lot going on. You had, what, what was it? You were at um, Big Thick Energy and now you got Fashion Fest coming up. How are you going? How are you going? So, Samantha, my dear, how are you going? Is the stress, the chaos? How are you going? (laughs) I'm fine with Sam, by the way. Um, Yeah, no, we're doing okay. So last weekend we had a big two-night, two-evening event at the Malt House alongside Big Thick Energy, who are an incredible performance group from um, Sydney. They came down for midsummer and absolutely slayed. Um, they had us along to hold some market stalls alongside their performances, and that was it. Was just such an electric weekend. Like everybody was just really feeling themselves and feeling everyone else. That it was. It was just. It was all. It was very good. <laughs> um, so that was over two nights, and now, yeah, in in two weeks' time, we've got um, another market event coming up, and it's a big step up for us. Um, with sort of doubling if not more, the size of the market um, on the 5th of March. So we're going to have um, a bunch of size-inclusive brands and uh, pre-loved storeholders and influencers doing closet clear-outs and lots of new and pre-loved accessibly-sized clothing. I am so excited. I'm hosting an event at the Fashion Festival as well, and I'm Oh, I'm going to have to bring in extra luggage because I'm going to have to like buy, I'm going to need all the room to buy all the stuff at the market because this is my first A-plus market. So I am keen to just uh, absorb all the fashion and just get it all. (laughs) Very excited for that. So I'm very curious. So how did this all begin? Because I feel like you two have just skyrocketed this past year, like with the markets and how big they've gotten. And for those of for listeners that don't know, pretty much A plus markets, the A plus market, they actually no, you know what, Chloe, I'll get you to explain. What is the A plus market? What am I doing here? You explain it. How, how, okay. did, how did this begin and what is it exactly? Yeah, so um we took over A plus market from its original owner Erin in twenty twenty one. Yeah, actually yeah, twenty twenty one. Sometime during a lockdown where we thought it would be a really sweet idea to take over an events business, clearly (laughs) uh, our brains were in a really functioning mode at that point. Um, We all all made weird decisions back then. It's all good. (laughs) It turned out well. 
yeah like the the crochet kit I bought that was not a good weird one but this was a good weird one so um yeah we took it over from Erin around then I think she'd been hosting it for seven or eight years before that um and she was ready to move on it kind of existed in a bit of a different state before we we took it over um and yeah it's it's been incredible it's kind of like everyone came out of of lockdown and was they were ready to shop they're also ready for community they're also mm-hmm. ready for you know finding new ways to um find sustainable fashion to sell out to sell their closet clear outs and like get a whole new wardrobe which I can relate to at every moment in time um yeah so so a plus we um we run four or five events a year usually in Victoria um and as Sam said there's a mix of brands who are the legends that have inclusive sizing or they're kind of creators who are in the plus size space or um kind of our biggest focus is pre-loved or like vintage clothing that you can buy and, and keep in circulation. I love that so much because I'm keen to hear both of your perspectives on this because as someone that does love fashion but doesn't like having to spend so much ridiculous amount of money for plus size fashion because there's not a lot of it out there and what I love so much is that it's second there's a lot of secondhand fashion and that is just so hard to access like when you go to your local Vinnie's there's not a lot of plus size fashion and it's very hard to just be ethical in the shopping experience. Like Sam, do you feel like, like you've experienced that yourself? Like there's struggles growing up trying to be a good consumer an ethical consumer buy secondhand, buy vintage clothes, but just struggle to actually get access to plus size clothes. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, op shops are a weird space for plus size people. There's always this sort of, shameful rack in the dark and dingy corner that you have to sort of shuffle over to and it's always full of sort of dowdy stuff and it's not really it's not very young it's not very on trend the quality is always very sort of eh, hit and miss Mm. like it could go either way um and I think that that's like a symptom of the larger problem right it's not Mm. necessarily op shop's fault that there's not much high quality plus size clothing being made and that trickles down. Um, So I think plus size people go shopping and there's like a scarcity mindset because I'm sure you understand Demi, like you've gone, you've been shopping your whole life and there's not much to pick from. So you just grab whatever you can when it's, when it fits. Um, And then you hold onto it until it's absolutely dead. So that's one reason stuff doesn't make it to the op shop. Another reason is because there's not much quality stuff. So like the poorly produced stuff doesn't last long enough to make it to the op shop um and then there's stuff like there's it's like trends around like oversizing or upcycling that makes the plus size stuff that is available in op shops attractive to people of all sizes so they're coming in to get the stuff with the extra materials so that they can cut it up and reshape it which means that somebody that needs the extra material to fit their body doesn't have access to that either um, so yeah, there are, there are so many reasons that it's hard to shop in op shops, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so agree with that though. Like there is definitely a trend right now, like, you know, getting 
baggy shirts get and like turning them into dresses and like you know that's fair you know if you want to like you know play with fashion and stuff like that but there is a lot of privilege to it that thin people can easily get baggy clothes whereas for plus size people we can't even just get general clothes that can just generally fit us because there's not a lot of it out there yeah chloe do you feel the same have you had the same experience with before a plus market did you have difficulties buying secondhand vintage clothes like as a plus size woman yeah absolutely and i think yeah as as sam said it's always picked over really quickly you know you've got that dingy rack at the back there's not a lot to choose from it's similar to going to like your local shopping mall and buying new stuff it's just a bit bleak mm. so i think that's why it's been nice to to have a plus as an avenue for that um and i think something i really loved about the like pre-loved selection at a plus is there's kind of whatever your budget is there's something like there's the five dollar bins a lot of the time for folks that are selling stuff and then and this is a hot tip for anyone listening but people often come early in the day to like find a pair of lucy and yaks or find a pair of or find like a selkie dress I was going to say, you remember dress. that selkie dress. Selkie dress. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was selling a selkie dress. Are you There's kidding been a me? Few. <gasps> yeah. And, you know, they're selling a selkie dress that might have cost 300 bucks to, like, mm-hmm. like, 70. So there's kind of something for everyone genuinely. And then there's also more budget-friendly stuff. And I think it doesn't we – don't, we welcome all brands at the market as, as long as it's, you know, in good nick um it's wearable like I think the thing we say is if you'd gift it to a friend then it's okay like to bring it along and sell it um so yeah it's it's really changed things I think for us as shoppers as well as getting to run this beautiful thing yeah and I just love so much and I'm so excited about the fact that I can literally go to every single store and be like there's actually sizes that fit me (laughs) when has that ever happened for a fat bitch (laughs) (laughs) not often Uh uh-uh yeah I think something happens in the a plus space as well where or at least my experience as a shopper before we started driving the thing um was that I stopped looking at sizes as much as I would in other shops whether that's up shops or new shops yeah um you'd sort of feel much more in touch with like, will this garment fit my body rather than like, I'm a size 20 to 22. I have to look for that on the label to know that that piece is okay for me. Um, Just like, we know that sizing, especially in plus sizes is, it's off chops. Like it doesn't, exactly. So it's nice to sort of get into a different frame of mind and just sort of, assess pieces for what they actually are Mm, and I think everyone really pumps each other up like that's the nicest thing about shopping is that when when we first took over we have this communal change room and there'll be a few of them at the um, March market and I remember saying to Sam like I don't know if people are going to feel comfy to use this it is so popular everyone gets in that change room they rip their gear off everyone's like commenting on everyone's outfits like yeah you look amazing Everyone's like genuinely ready to compliment each other, support each other to find the right thing. And I think you just feel safe in a way that you wouldn't in a usual shop. And it's just, it's beautiful. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited for it. 
what are some hot tips you can give to people coming to their first A plus market? Like, as you said, this is an experience like no other. It's not just a regular market and it's not like, you know, going to a general shops. This is an experience of full of so many beautiful, amazing plus size people and it's catered to people of all budgets. What are some hot tips you'll give to newbie customers like myself? Uh, I, I guess take it slow. <laughs> like it is <laughs> a big day. Don't be scared to like sit down, make a friend. Like everybody is <laughs> so, so bloody nice. And like there's breakout space with seating and, um, you know, snacks and drinks and all that sort of stuff. So just like take a breather if you need to. Um, other hot tips, try and get your like patient rummaging brain going um mm -hmm. and I mean some days I don't know some days you got it and some days you just don't you know how some days you just can't see the things but yeah. like if you can turn that on do um <laughs> I guess yeah I'd bring your totes bring your keep cups um wear comfy shoes wear stuff that's easy to like take off and put back on again so that you can try things on trying on is highly encouraged um, this is a point of tension between Chloe and myself because I am a serial trier on her and she is absolutely not. I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm on Chloe's side here. I am the same. I'm the worst with trying on. It's an exercise. It takes yeah. so much effort. <laughs> and I, I, I get triggered from change rooms because how to know how many times I've been in a change room, it's boiling hot and you're almost on the brink of tears because this thing that is supposedly meant to fit you you somehow doesn't fit you even though it's the exact same size of clothes that you're wearing right now so yeah change totally. to me a lot totally appreciate <laughs> i guess yeah. then my tip for you demi would be get ready to reappraise your relationship with change rooms <laughs> <laughs> it's all gonna shift from here yeah yeah yeah, probably yeah. probably not best. And I just tear off my clothes in the middle of the markets and get changed. <laughs> that might not be that might not be favorable. Honestly, it depends how many of the, yeah. It depends how many of the clothes. If you wear layers, it's definitely. Yeah. I think both of us have definitely done it at least. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think um, those are some good tips. And I think, like as Sam said before. You know, we we have sizing through from 16 to 32 plus, but I would say like hot tip, honestly, fuck the sizing, just give it a red hot go. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it helps you learn about your body and what will and won't work for you. Um, and bring a mate and you can also bring, it's okay if you bring a straight size mate. It's okay if you bring your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your, your whatever, your mate. Um, because the vibe is so nice and we've got it all set up so that this time around there's like as Sam said there's seating there's pizza there's coffee there's going to be a really sick photo wall as well so yes. get it's also it. kind of smart to bring your straight size friend because then they can carry your stuff exactly without browsing themselves so it's time yes. for a little flip Strategic. on what we all did as teenagers mm -hmm. when we had to shop the accessories now it's time for our straight size friends to shop from the jewelry brands because yes. there are some really good ones coming up. Oh, really <laughs> it's their turn now. It's their turn to carry the bags. Yep, I love that. Uh huh. Yep. 
<laughs> I something I'm also very curious about because you two are organizing now so many events, working with so many venues, which I've done this in the past with some previous jobs. And can I just say, just well done. It, it it's brought it's brought me to tears many times in my previous work. So well done to you both for doing it. Can I just say? <laughs> but something I, I am curious about is how have you two gone with collaborating with venues and making sure that the because this event that you're catering to it's predominantly obviously plus size people and also you want to make sure that you cater to people that have disabilities as well what has that been like making sure that these events not only stock clothing that is catered to the plus size people but also that it is accessible for plus size community and also the disability community um what is your what has been your experience with that chloe um, I would say that it's still a massive journey for us. I think it's been like when we first sat down and we were like, oh, shit, we just bought an events business. Like that was always at the top of the rung for us is how do we make sure this is accessible as possible and that we're doing everything in our power and control to make it that way. And I think we really spoke about that with the community too on our socials in person you know we really encourage people to tell us like how could we shift this what could we change here um and when it comes to venues it's really tricky as you said and Sam and I love to cry so we've definitely cried over venues (laughs) Um, but you know you we have a list that we go through when we're looking at new venues and we're in the process of that at the moment it's figuring out kind of where our new home is because we've we've outgrown the space that we used last year and there's no venue that hits every single thing on the list. And so some, sometimes we're improvising, sometimes we're doing the best that we can. Um, Sam, have you got any extra thoughts? Because I know that Sam worked really hard on the floor plan last year at one of our main venues to, to make sure the aisles were more accessible, to make mm-hmm. sure there was more room mm-hmm. to move. Like that was a really yeah. big thing as the market became really busy is that your aisles can be wide, but if there's shitloads of people in them, you know, that changes things as well. Yeah. 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 I think that was definitely the experience of the floor plan was that we started by sort of widening the aisles, making sure that they were wheelchair and pram accessible, mobility aid accessible. Um, And just that fat people could walk past each other without knocking anything over (laughs) or hurting each other. Um, That was sort of, job one and then we got a lot busier so we needed to make more aisles which then becomes a conversation about like okay as a business do we value um the you know the community feeling of being safe and catered for that you can't get elsewhere or do we value putting in as many stalls as we possibly can in order to make a bigger profit and of course we chose the accessibility Mm -hmm. um but that does mean that, you know, we have less stalls in there and that sort of stuff. So we have been trying to find like a bigger, a bigger venue. Um, Queen Vic Market, we're really excited about, um, partly because the floor plan is car parking spaces and we don't have to put any tape on any floor and we're really fucking excited about it. Oh, <laughs> I've done the whole taping thing. That mm. is have you, so yeah, because I used to um, help organize some markets uh, like years ago. And did you find when trying to do the taping in buildings, some buildings would be on an angle. So you think you're taping in a straight line, but then at the end of it, you're just like, 
all of these markings are all on an angle and then none of them are even. <laughs> Where did this extra half a meter at the front end come from? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yes. Oh my um, God. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, th thinking about things like aisle width, also thinking about things like, so we used to, and still do on occasion when we absolutely can't find any other option, use change rooms that had a small lip on them to get into. Um, and now we opt for other change rooms that don't because it's, you know, it's a hard thing for people to get in and out of. Yeah. Uh, just thinking about stuff like that, having appropriate seating and enough of it and breakout spaces. Um, and also for like neurodivergent people, you know, making sure that we clearly communicate where the quiet spot is. Like you need to take a breather. Here's how you do it. Um, and also just not even in terms of the building that we're in necessarily, just the way that we and our incredible team of volunteers conduct ourselves, like there's no diet talk at our front desk. There's no gender specific language at our front desk. That's all stuff that we're really careful about. And like, we can't, I mean, you put, you put 300 people in larger bodies in the same space and someone's going to be talking about a diet, but it's not coming from us. Right. Yeah. So we can't we can't make rules for people's attitude in the space, but we can demonstrate, you know, kindness and community and just let people come along for it. And I think I think most people do. Yeah, I think so. And I think that like you said, not even just in the venue, but on our socials as well. Like I think something that no one noticed in the best way possible is that as soon as we took over we never use like ladies or women or anything like that on socials it's gender neutral the whole time and that. the fact that no one has noticed that or very few people have just shows us that that is an easy thing that a lot of folks can be doing mm -hmm. to be more inclusive and Absolutely. to be you know a safe space for folks in all different bodies genders identities and the um, only people that have noticed that are the people that appreciate that we're no longer saying, hey, babes, hey, women, like, yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. And there's no, so many terms that. you can use. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's good. And I think the last thing I'll say is that um, we're on a journey and I think it's actually okay to say we're, like, always learning about making our spaces more comfortable, more safe, more accessible, you know, and we're going to communicate when we can't. Like sometimes with venues, there are things that we can't do. There is absolutely no way for us to change them. So then we're just frank with the audience about that. Um, you know, we're always open to feedback. Yeah, it's it's a whole journey. And I think it's just important, you know, if you're running events or you you have a brand or you have a shop that you just are genuinely committed to it meaningfully and and you just keep learning along the way. We'll be back in just a moment, but first I want to talk to you all about today's sponsor, We Are Golden Hour. You all know how much I love a business that actually gets involved with the community and their customers. Why? Because it shows they actually care for their customers and are passionate about their customers' needs and interests. We Are Golden Hour does just that. Not only do they cater to the plus size community, but they also often collaborate with members of the plus size community as well. In fact, this weekend, We Are Golden Hour are taking their designs to PayPal's Melbourne Fashion Festival. 
Not only are they featured in the upcoming Fat Runway, but their designs can also be bought the very next day at the A-plus markets. How amazing is that? Shop straight off the runway. Yes, please. Thank you so much to We Are Golden Hour for sponsoring today's podcast episode. And thank you for creating such a fabulous community of plus-size gals and non-binary pals. Head to wearegoldenhour.com.au and shop their range of size 16 to 28 designs today. We Are Golden Hour, your one-stop shop for plus-size fashion that will always brighten up your day and brighten up your wardrobe. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. So you you two have a big list of brands that are coming onto this upcoming market. Tell me some of the ones you are most excited about because there were some on the list that I saw that I did not expect that they would be on the list because I was just like, oh my God, because you don't just have brands that everyone knows. Like there are some brands in there and people be and people in the plus size community would be like, oh yeah, of course I know that brand. But you have some brands that are just have very small and just has a very small tight knit community. And it just makes me so happy to see that you have businesses on there that having them at the markets would just do so much for their exposure for them. Like what are some of the brands you're most excited about? Like people finally being able to see and finally able to get the exposure that they deserve. Like Sam, what's some of your ones you're most excited for? Um, I think, I think I'm overall, I'm excited about the range. Like Mm -hmm. we've got, We've got active wear, we've got super femme stuff, we've got cottage core stuff, we've got mask stuff, we've got streetwear, we've got snow gear, like we've got we've got everything. Yes. Um, so I'm super excited about the fact that so many people will find something that they're looking for. Um, I think I'm I'm excited. I really love August and Eve, who um, Alana, who runs August and Eve, is coming up from Tassie. She's I think she's based in Hobart. Um, and she does an incredible job. We we had her for the first time at our last market, and I think she left with like three garments. Like she sold oh. out, um, and you know cried multiple times during the day, and <laughs> because oh. like of happiness. Yeah. Um, but like she, so she her partner goes around the op shops in Hobart and sources like the most attractive bed sheets that he can like the prettiest bed sheets that he can find and she turns them into these absolutely beautiful sort of cottage core boho wafy sort of <laughs> dresses that you can um reverse they've got like a tie on one side and, and shirring on the other side and you can either wear it as like a super booby tie up thing or you can um flip it around and have something a bit more supportive that ties in the back anyway she's great and i'm um, looking forward to to having her along um fussy gus are a new one for us um they make really incredible cheeky as fuck t-shirts um and 
Jen from Fussy Gas is just an absolute gem. So love um, Jen. Oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah, really looking forward to having her along. And another one that I'm looking forward to a lot is Squint, who are like quite high end, which is something quite new for us. But mm. I think Fashion Festival is the place to do it. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. That's me, Chloe. <laughs> Oh my God, it kind of feels like having to choose from your children. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, there's, I'm excited about every single one of them. I would say I'm, I'm pretty excited about Miss Pins, who we had at Midsummer, and she does this amazing lingerie, and that's something that we always get asked yes. about, like, where's the lingerie, where's the underwear, and it's so hard to find as a plus-size person. So mm. that is awesome um I'm excited about House of Dizzy because I think their stuff is so sick uh I, I am didn't excited. see them on the list yes yes you know what oh, I'm oh yes um I love Accidental Jumper Co who do like these upcycled like t-shirts and jumpers and it's all made from like various patched fabric stuff and it's like it's sustainable but also so fucking cool um but my number one like my my fat my fat fave my find my find of the week my fat fave (laughs) you almost got that yes okay okay what is your fave fat friendly find of the week my fave is not for dogs who are Mm. this quite new brand who are doing like plus size or size inclusive harnesses um (gasps) what are they called harnesses and collars and chokers that is what I'm trying to say and all this sexy stuff uh but it's also really cool and I just feel like as plus size people we often uh don't get to like buy stuff for pleasure or buy stuff that's a bit sexy or buy stuff in the kink space or like anything in that self-pleasure realm and that really pisses me off so when mm-hmm. not the dogs came along it was like hell yeah like we're out here wearing these sexy jokers wearing these harnesses it's really exciting and the person that runs it is amazing I'm so excited for them to become super famous for all, with all their cool stuff and the harnesses are all like totally adjustable you can put them in lots of different <gasps> shapes and stuff so it's not like just one wearing it one way it's like adaptable and Brooke who runs the store is really great at giving tutorials yes. on like here are 10 ways that you can wear this incredible piece <laughs> I'm so not good. gonna have any money Crap. <laughs> Jenny, the way that you phrase that question <laughs> makes me want to ask who are you most excited about who will you be been lining to on the day <gasps> oh who am I most excited about oh okay you use I can tell you probably have this as well. Do you ever have like people on the internet that you think you're friends and you want to be friends, but you're just like, I just want to meet them in person. So then we could be like official, official friends. I think maybe that's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we friends now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> There's just so many people I just like talk to you on the internet and I'm just like I think we're friends but I don't know if we're friends but I really really want to be friends like um ample folk I'm so excited so excited for her I'm so keen I cannot I cannot wait to meet her in person I'm just gonna cry cannot wait to meet Jamie Nicole in person um uh is it bad I just remember people from their insta handles that's just bad that's (laughs) 
<laughs> that's not bad. That's where the majority of our community lives. So yes. it absolutely makes sense. Oh, who's the gorgeous human who has the best glasses in the entire world? Who's hosting Anna this from Frocking the Fat? <laughs> so exciting. I, mm, I, I love Anna. I love her. She's also love. so sweet. Oh, just, I love her style. She's just so, be such a, just, you just, she just looks like, seems like such a beautiful soul. And I'm just, I just so keen to just meet all these people that I just see online and actually see them in person because I'm based in Brisbane. I love Brizzy, but nothing happens up here. So like, I'm just keen to just put like the names to the faces and then finally like force people to become my friends. Like I'm keen for that, honestly. Yeah. I don't think you have to force anyone. I think it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but yes, I'm just, uh, I'm just so, so excited. And, uh, and just thank you both so much for just bringing this to Melbourne Fashion Festival, honestly, like, it's it's gonna be a fat filled weekend. I'm so excited. We got fat runway. We got my yeah. my live show. We got the um, A plus markets. Like I, we're just gonna go have such a fat filled weekend. I'm so excited. Absolutely, it's gonna be huge. Yes, gonna be awesome. So, what are the finer details then that people need to know that are keen for the markets? We've been talking it up for the past half an hour. What did it? What do people need to know? Where, when, where, where are all the details? We will be in the Peel Street half of Shed C and D at the Queen Victoria Market. Um, you can get there by tram. You can walk there from Melbourne Central Station. I'm sure there are buses that go past. There's a bunch of parking. Um, we'll be there from 9am until 4pm. So it's a really long day. Um, come down anytime. Um, what else do they need to know, Chloe? Uh, entry is $5 on the door or pay as you can. We don't turn anyone away for lack of funds. So if it's if, you, if you're not up for it, that's fine. Um, yes, sorry, Chloe, what else? <laughs> uh, bring a bit of cash. Some of our storeholders do cash. Some of them do card as well, but cash is always a good idea. Um, bring a mate and... Even if you don't want to buy anything or you don't have the funds to buy anything, a lot of people just come to hang out and it's like the best and loveliest thing ever. So just come and hang with us and fuck the fashion rules and let's have a great time. Yes. Woo. I'm, so, I'm so keen. You'll just see me hauling a big suitcase along and through the through the through the aisles probably. You won't be alone. It's fine. I won't be alone. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, thank you both for coming on to today's podcast episode, Fat and Eyes. Anyone listening right now, if you want more details about any of the brands that we mentioned and also about the A-plus markets and just the PayPal Melbourne Fashion Festival in general, head to the links in today's show notes. We will, I will also be putting in where you can follow A-plus markets so you can get all the details and all the many, 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 many brands that are going to be there, which I'm just so keen but thank you all so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed today's episode feel free to leave us a review a rating appreciate all the support but most of all thank you so much chloe and sam for coming on to today's episode and just listening to me freak out about clothes i really appreciate it <laughs> thanks for having us demi can't wait to see you at the market yes can't thank wait to see you, you too thank you <laughs> This podcast was sponsored by We Are Golden Hour, your one-stop shop for plus-size fashion that'll always brighten up your day and brighten up your wardrobe. We at Fat and Eyes pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land.
This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.